Hello and welcome to this new edition of the Fuji podcast. Today I'm crossing the Atlantic Ocean for my Fuji Java user group virtual world tour to visit the Dominican Jug. Welcome to the Fuji podcast, all your news about OpenJDK. Once a month in this podcast, we talk about the history of a Java user group and the people behind it. Today we are traveling to the Dominican Republic to learn more about the country and its Java community. Hello friends of JDK, I'm Brian Munoz from Dominican Republic Java User Group. I'm just a John Depp from the Dominican Republic working with Java. And I'm here to share with you what are we doing at the Dominican Republic Java User Group. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Yudris Cabrera uh, from Dominican Republic Java User Group. I'm the co-founder and thank you Frank for having us at FUJ Podcast. And I'm Frank Porte, creator of this podcast, technical writer at Azul, and interested in everything which is happening within the, the Java world. Before we dive into the JUC and what you're doing with, with Java and with the community, uh, what should we know about the Dominican Republic? The Dominican Republic is a small country in the Caribbean. It's well known for this, his amazing beaches, also for the hospitality of our people. And we are well known also because we are the foreign country with the most baseball players in the Major League Baseball that is played in the U.S. We also have a lot of players in Europe baseball leagues. So that's how many people know the Dominican Republic. But from the youth perspective, we also want to know or that people know the Dominican Republic because of the great Java community that we are evolving and raising here. Yeah, about that Java community. So you have your Chuck. Uh, can you share a bit about the history of it? How long does it exist? How did it start? Our first session was in 2014, February 2014. Yeah. You were yeah. already involved in 2014 or you came became part of the team later? In the case of Idris, he is one of the co-founders along with Carlos Camacho. He is not with us today because of some other obligations. But in my case, I became like an active member in 2021 when I was a volunteer for our JConf, our local conference that we organized as a Duke. Mm -hmm. um, you said you're a small country. How many members do you have in your Duke? We have uh, different channels uh, for communication in the youth. Um, in Telegram, the most RT channel, uh, we have uh, uh, over uh, 200. And how many people joined this, the sessions? Well, okay. in our sessions, we have like monthly talks sessions often, and there are around 20, 25 people regularly. But we are also doing like joint sessions with other Latin American Java user groups. And when we are doing these joint sessions with them, there are obviously more people that join the, the talks or the recordings because there are people from the other countries. Mm -hmm. uh, you say 2025, that's what I see at a lot of jugs, even in big cities or big countries. So it's really have finding the right people at the right time for the right topic. Uh, and as someone mentioned before, it's not about the number of people who show up, but the right people uh, and being interested in the topic. Um, is it always also the case uh, at your jug that the social part is 
at least as important as as the topic of the evening? Yes, sure. The social bar is almost most important than the, the topic of the talk because people wants to know each other, wants to interact with each other and so on, you know. Uh, you're on island, so do you fly in speakers or are they most uh, local people? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of most of our speakers are local speakers. Uh, most of the time, when uh, when uh, when we have uh, international speaker, is remotely presented. Yeah. So remotely presenting is an, is a possibility. Uh, I think. With COVID, that was also one of the of the solutions, uh, or didn't you have yeah. an impact of that? Yes, with, with the COVID impact on the youth, we started like doing these virtual meetings along with other youths from the Caribbean, right elders. We started collaborating with other youths from the Caribbean or Latin American, and I, if I correctly remember, we started doing something that was like Java in quarantine times because we were only in quarantine. So we started like doing some those kind of meetings with that name or with that format. And after that, the same meetings just were renamed into something that we are calling JDK Fundamental Talks. So friends of JDK, we are doing in Latin America and JDK fundamental talks along with yeah, other views yeah. from Colombia. Hello to Carlos Obregón, that is a Java champion from Peru, yeah. Jose Diaz, another Java champion, and some other views yeah, from okay. Latin America. Yeah, Ecuador, um, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Mexico. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About a um, month trip, um, about 10, 10 Java user groups of Latin America, uh, we have a, a, um, a joint session, yeah. I see on your Twitter that you're mainly communicating in Spanish. Yes. Uh, is that um, deliberately, is that really a, a strong point for you that you can share content in Spanish? Do you attract other people, you think, than, than English uh, websites? Yes, we, we almost do everything in Spanish because it's our country primary language, but also we are like not putting a blocker if there are some speakers that want to share with us in English, because in this, you know, technical part of the job, we all need to at least learn or read in English. And I cannot say all of our attendance or participants participants of the UK know English, but they can understand the, the language or what are you saying in this technical stuff. Is your community, is it mixed? Is it like in most IT sectors, most male? Or, or do you also have a strong female uh, community? In our case, we are almost 90% of male. Mm -hmm. But we always try to include women or just to try to make them feel they are inclusive in our yoga, doing some sessions just for women. In the 2021 or 2022 JConf, we did like a talk or a joint session between some girls. I cannot remember the name of the session, but there were like three girls talking about their experience with Java and with technology. 
Mm -hmm. And also for students, I don't know the education uh, in your country, but uh, do students really get trained in Java and are they also interested in joining the JUG and learning from, from these speakers? And looking back on um, uh, 2014, looking back to 2014, um, most of the school, uh, they were teaching uh, programming language like Pop Rock, uh, Visual Basic, Derfy, and and a lot of a lot of students uh, want to learn Java, and frequently people ask for help. Hey, how how can I start learning Java? And that's one of the reasons uh, to to create to to create the Java user group. Yeah, right now most of the um, most of the school and university are teaching Java, but they are teaching Java, uh, Java 7, Java C, but we are trying to 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 work uh, with him or with them. Uh, to 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 bring the new enhancement of the language, uh, you know, which is actually yeah, it's a bit of a fun story. I was at the university here in Belgium some time ago to speak about Java, and they were also not focusing on the latest versions of Java. They just want to have that the students understand the basics of good object-oriented programming, and they were a bit surprised as a teacher how Java has evolved in in the last years. So they were really surprised. Lambdas and streams and the new switch cases and records, all these kind of things that you learn at the jug. That was something they were not really aware of also in education. I think indeed that's a good point that, that a jug can really influence the education and, and learn them new things too. Do you have some kind of cooperation with these universities? Yes, in our case, just to talk about my case, also is Ilder's case. We are alumni from the same career here in the Dominican Republic, and we started both with Java, different uh, generations, obviously, oh, yes. but we started both with Java at the university. My first touch with Java was at the university. It, it is the university that also is partner of our Java user group. Most of our meetings, if they are present, like in-person meetings are at the campus of this university, and they always have been with us. Also, one of our co-founders, the other one, Carlos Camacho, is like, He's one of the leaders of this computer science career at the university. So he's always trying to push Java along with this university curriculum or syllabus. Yeah, I see you have a very big side project uh, with your jug is actually a conference. Uh, can you talk a bit about why you started organizing this? Around the 2018, um, a lot of co a lot of Jews uh, you know, from Latin, Latin America want to do uh, a want to organize a series of conference uh, to bring speakers from Europe and in US in the USA. Uh, and we want and and, and we join um, into the organization. Uh, that's 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 the way. Uh, 
that we create JCon Dominic uh, Dominicana, JCon Dominicana, uh, in this in, in the same year in 2019, there was JCon in Colombia, in Peru, and the Dominican Republic. Uh, Java luminary like uh, like Josh Long, uh, Mike Heckley, Heather Vancura, and Sebastian Dashen uh, travel in in the for, for, for Latin America uh, to to attend uh, to JCon series of conference. Um, fun fact: uh, some of the speakers were presented into Spanish. Uh, for example, Mark Heckley, uh, Sebastian Dasher. Yeah, and, and they speak Spanish very well. Yeah. So it was really a conference across different countries. So all yeah. the same week or one after the other, something oh, like that? No. Um, conference in different countries. Uh, the uh, first in Dominican Republic, the next week in Colombia, the next, uh, the next week in, in Peru. Yeah. So the speakers could really do a tour. Through all the country. yes, yeah, yes, yes. Became, they can also make it a, a very nice journey, I guess. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It, it, it was a dream come true uh, for the first time. Uh, Java Luminary presenting in your country. Uh, we are, we are very excited. Uh, mm -hmm. We always, we always follow uh, a speaker like Josh Long. Uh, I know Benka and Colombia too. Yes. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yes, it was. we were very excited with with that conference. Yes, but you started it somewhere just before COVID, so I guess that was also a blocker at some point. Due to the COVID pandemic, the um, JCon twenty twenty was cancelled. Yeah, um, so we were in the earliest uh, the early stage of, of the organization, uh, but was cancelled. Mm -hmm. um, but you quickly recovered, I see, because 2022, 21, 22, you immediately restarted the conference. Yes, those two editions were virtually and we went back in person this year, 2023. Mm -hmm. And how was it this year? You had again this high level speakers or the, the, the world two speakers or did you look into more uh, local people? In this year edition, we had some people also uh, nice Java luminaries, but most from the Spanish speakers. We have someone from Mexico that is called Chochos. His name is Enrique, but everyone in the Java community knows him as Chocho. We have Francisco from Nicaragua, right? We have also Jorge. There is from uh, Colombia, uh, right? Idris. Oh, no, Guatemala. Jorge Cajasmota from Guatemala. We had really nice speakers, foreign speakers, but we also had a lot of good speakers from our country. Mm -hmm. I think the names are still online, the schedules and the speakers of the last session. So I will add the link to the show notes if people uh, want to check all these speakers. I also found uh, your name, Brian related to the Java Community Process Program Awards. Apparently you won an achievement uh, re related to education. Yes, there is an initiative that is being managed by the JCP, the Java Community Process related to Java in education. 
we were talking about that before in this podcast, but there is an initiative uh, led by the JCP that you can go to jcp.org slash java dash in dash in education and you can look what it's about and because of some contributions that we have been made mostly from myself but you know that is like a joke effort is not just my effort and we have been contributing to this initiative led by jcp leading some workshops locally related to this new job in education stuff, also some talks and some different kind of things that was like the main point that we are nominated on that Duke Awards. Yeah, congrats. So is that also uh, education in high school or also uh, younger kids? Yes, it's also in younger kids. One of the other jokes or person that are nominated under that category are devops for kids that is from europe also so it's not just for young devs at the university level the one of the purpose of the initiative is that we made java the first generation or for or the first language for each uh, educational level it doesn't matter that is the university or just young devs that are starting from scratch, like knowing what is a computer, they can start with Java. And we know, or maybe one of the people that are watching this podcast doesn't know, but Java is making a lot of great and new changes related to improve the experience of the new developers and the teachers also. Mm -hmm. so they can feel more comfortable in that way of teaching Java and also learning Java. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to be honest, I I also have a Code Dojo, so Club for Kids, and I'm not using Java there. (laughs) (laughs) But I see, yeah, for younger kids, we start with Scratch, and then we have uh, a Minecraft team, which are doing things in JavaScript. Actually, I should start a Java team there. <laughs> yes, there, there are some different options, like it, not just Java, but as you mentioned, we have Scratch. We have a list that is something yeah. built to teach, teach Java for young people. It's a really good project, I believe, from Carnegie Mellon University. But yes. We have a lot of good resources for teaching Java to young persons and also for people that wants to learn by themselves. There are a lot of good resources after. So if you can, or if you want, you can put that link also on the podcast, the jcp.org slash Javing Education. Yeah, we'll definitely do. And you're right, With we have the JEP 445, which was in, in Java 21 as a preview feature with the simplified main method. Yeah. And that's all yes. Also the, the name classes. Now you don't need to declare a class name and the instance main methods, as you mentioned, you don't need the usual public static void main, just yeah. writing void main, and you can start reading some Java programs. Yeah. And I believe that in newer versions there we also reduce the the ceremony with reading a system.out print 
So it will also become easier mm -hmm. for learning and for teaching. Yeah, we should all push Java a bit more into education and in the direction of beginners. Eh? Um, yes. If we go back to the jug, um, do you have a specific session in mind which was either amazing or went totally wrong? I hope not, not too much of yeah, yeah. totally wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes uh, um, in the early years, uh, as I said before, uh, we have remotely uh, we have a speaker presenting remotely, but most of the time, uh, Carlos and I were the speaker. Um, the most remarkable session was the first edition of JCon Dominicana. So, as I said before, again, uh, you have Java Luminari presenting in your country. Just uh, long, Mark Heckley, Heather. Uh, it was a dream come true. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, yes. And yes. thing that went wrong? Yes. Uh, I remember one. Oracle Caribbean is located in Puerto Rico. Yes, in Neo. Yes. It's about one hour mm -hmm. from the Dominican Republic. Um, someone from Oracle Caribbean was working at Santo Domingo. And I was uh, I was contacted uh, I was contact by, by him. To organize a session uh, in in our youth, yes, it was the first and uh, the first um, foreign speaker, mm -hmm. and and we have high expectation uh, with that session. But uh, about two hours before the session, it started raining a lot, a lot heavy rain. Yeah. Due to heavy rain, just five people attend to a session. Yes, yeah, it was, yeah, it was awful. Yes, we have high expectation with that session, but we can meet the speaker expectation. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's out of your hands. It's not. It was not yeah. your fault. The weather is messing up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, what is your personal motivation to be part of of the Jock organization team? Carlos and I used to meet frequently. We talk about anything, uh, sport and politics, and including Java and software development. And every conversation ends with the following statement. There isn't a place, uh, uh, there wasn't a place when, uh, where Java developer can meet to share knowledge. Uh, and that's our main motivation. Uh, we strongly believe we can uh, we can we can work together. We can collaborate and and learn from each other and to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Yes. And for you, uh, Brian. In my case, it's about giving back to the Java community, like what Java has given to me. It's I'm just a young dev. I know that I have lot of steps to run ahead of my career but this about that is giving back to the community what java has given to me is about multiplying the knowledge i know that i'm not maybe an expert at anything but i can contribute with what i know to those people who maybe doesn't know what i know or who doesn't know anything at all 
and they just want to start their career or they just want to move from another career to IT. It doesn't need to be Java, but it's about that. And a more directly answer could be that why are I involved? It's because of Carlos was my teacher, mm -hmm. uh, the other founder of, of the joke. And he was the one that asked, hey, do you want to join our Java user group? And I started learning about what is a Java user group, how we how we can like give back to the community what we know about Java and how we can run a community that is not maybe an easy task. Did he give you extra points because you were uh, joining the jerk? No, that was that was just at the end of my career because he he was also my thesis advisor. So there were not points at any, you know. It's something, yeah, it's something as a mentor that you invite yeah. and, and, and join. Uh, you mentioned uh, to grow your career. What are the career opportunities uh, in Dominican Republic? What kind of Java companies do you have there? Most of the company uh, use Java Bank, the government. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm working from, from the, uh, uh, from, for the Dominican Republic uh, Ministry of, of Finance. Uh, all, all the finance operations run on the JVM. Our applications are developed and maintained um, by ourselves, uh, by our team. Um, and we have a deep understanding of Java and Jakarta EE. Um, we have a, a telecom a company, bank. Um, uh, Java is used in in a lot of companies here, but uh, uh, that's um, a lot of a lot of um, a vacancy, uh, open vacancy. So, um, company always are looking for Java developer. Uh, we try to 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 teach uh, uh, to teach Java because there are a lot of open uh, open jobs in, in Dominican Republic. Yes, as Idris says, there are a lot of companies in our country offering Java jobs because they use Java in their organizations. In the Idris case, he say he's part of the Ministry of Finance of the Dominican Republic. So if you need like a reason to learn Java, the, all the finance operations of your country, in our case, Dominican Republic, yeah. runs yeah. above the JVM. So it's like a good reason or a good option just to learn Java. And there are also a lot of companies here in the Dominican Republic that are doing like outsourcing developers. So we have a lot of companies here using Java, but there are also another companies that are bringing our talent, our local developers to companies abroad our country. So with this virtual stuff nowadays, there's no limit. No, indeed. That's yeah. the one you can thank COVID for that. Working remotely has become a normal thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as you say, uh, Java is ruling the world. So it's in a lot of companies and a lot of governments. And yeah. Um, what are the plans for the future? We are nearly at the start of 2024. Now, actually, we are broadcasting this this recording. We are recording this halfway in December, but we will 
publish it uh, start of January. So what brings 2024? One of the main plans for our future as a Java user group is increasing our visibility. Mm-hmm. We know that we are maybe in a good place, but doing once as a plan of our, the U, the organizers, we as the staff of, of the U, we want to increase our visibility. Also, we have the commitment about educating the next generation in Java. And that's why we have been close to the JCP, the Java Education Initiative, as you have mentioned before. And also continue mentoring the new speakers. I believe that that was one of the main reasons that I'm part of the UG. As I say, Carlos was my teacher, my thesis advisor. So it was like a good advice from him that in my case, I can join the Java user group and I found mentoring with Eudris, Carlos, and all the other people in our joke. So that's part of our plans and also bringing more non-local speakers to our usual monthly talks or to our conference that will take place in July in 2024. So if you are making plans to visit any conference in 2024, we will have our conference in July 2024. If you are watching this podcast also and you are a Java speaker and you want to visit the Caribbean and the Dominican Republic Java user group, we can put you in our monthly talks virtually, but we also have our in-person conference as we have talked in the podcast before. Is there already a call for paper for the conference in 2024? The call for paper is not ready yet, but maybe when this recording became available, the call for paper will be also available. If it is, I will also add a link uh, to the show notes that people can find it easily. Um, How can people find you, join you? Uh, I see um, you have a, a very big GitHub project also with Java Dominica. I see that even your conference website is there with Gbank. So you're using Java to generate a website. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the perfect way to... to... I don't think you use uh, Meetup. Is there another way that people can register for... The Jack? We um, use Eventbrite. We can follow it on, on Twitter, X, and also we have a, a channel in Telegram where uh, we can discuss uh, hot topics. In, is, is, is the most the most RT channel of, of the, the community. And also we have um, in Facebook, we have a group where you can join. And right now we are working in our website to to consolidate all the channels and all the contents of the of the community. Before we finish up, is there something you want to ask to the listeners or to the viewers of this podcast? You already invited them to the conference. That's one thing as a speaker. <laughs> yes, that that was uh, I was going to say. Or is it stopping you from coming to talking our Java user group? Mm-hmm. to share your experience it doesn't need to be like an expert topic about like virtual dress or anything you can share your your experience with java why you suggest young people to learn java and mm-hmm. um, i don't have like anything else Idris, do you want to ask something to the speakers yes, uh, 
Thank you uh, to Frank and at the same time, con congratulations for the work that you are doing uh, with Food Jade Podcast. And Food Jade is a, is a good platform to, to, to learn about Java. Uh, it was a missing platform. Uh, yes, and, and now you have uh, articles, uh, the podcasts, and a lot of content, and it, and it's awesome. So let me turn back the question, and yeah. towards the Dominican community, if you're listening yeah. to the podcast and you have great Java content that you already created or you still want to write it, uh, you can also publish it on Fuji. So let's make it a two-way collaboration. Uh, Fuji is there for the Java community, so anyone who wants to share content uh, on Fuji is uh, very welcome. And you. On the homepage, you can find the links to contribute your first article and join the Slack. So uh, indeed, it's, uh, it's Fuji is just part of the community, the same community that you are uh, participating in with the Dominican Jack. So um, thanks a lot for joining this podcast. Thanks a lot for your time uh, and for your great work that you're doing with the Jack and the conference and education and everything uh, around it. Thank you also very much to you, the listeners of this episode of the Fuji podcast. Keep an eye on our website for future articles about development and everything related to the Java world. Thanks for listening. Give me a foo, give me a J, give me the friends of OpenJDK.